the wave of death spread like a plague. This week on the podcast, Christopher Pike's The Last Vampire 2, Black Blood. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses YA Pulp Fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. Y'all, I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. (laughs) And this week, yeah, Pike. Yeah, I'm very excited to get back to Last Vampire 2. Me too. When did we do Last Vampire 1? A long ass time ago. A long ass time ago. We were so young and carefree. Pre-Pike acknowledgement. I know. Yeah. And now here we are on the other side. And I'm so glad that this is what we're jumping back into Pike with. Me too. Because I fucking love this book. Yeah. What did you think, Kelly? Um, it's your first time reading, right? It is my first. I did not read the last vampire series. So all of these books will be Kelly's first time. Um, I KFT. <laughs> KFT. Hashtag KFT. <laughs> KFT at KFC. Um, I really liked this book. Um, it really picked up like midway to the end for me. Although yeah. I was I was intrigued by um the FBI agent and her like their relationship. It was really interesting how Ray was like almost a non-entity in this book. Yeah. I don't know if it's just that he got bored with Ray. It seems like it. It seems like he was distracted by Joel. And I like that Ray didn't get dropped in a way that didn't that felt like easy or frivolous Mm -hmm. it it had a weight to it but i was pro dropping ray me too because i thought there were more interesting things to do yeah um for the listener and also me yeah can you like be like a last time on last vampire oh sure just quick run uh so five thousand year old vampire currently elisa pern uh historically sita of india she finds out that this P.I. is investigating her. And instead of wait to find out who hired him, she fucking kills him. And she's like, whoops, I still don't know (laughs) who hired him. So she goes to school to chat up the P.I.'s son, Ray, and falls in love with him immediately. Also meeting a lovely boy by the name of Seymour, a.k.a. Chris Pike Standen. Mm Mm-hmm. And is being chased down, it turns out, by her maker, the very first vampire, Yaksha. Yaksha made a a promise to Krishna, who they both knew way back when. His promise was that he would kill all of the vampires. Her promise to Krishna was that she wouldn't make another like her. And he had to... And that they they would have his love. And Yaksha had... Yaksha. Yaksha had to do that promise because he lost that battle, right? The like battle of oh, yeah. winning there over was, the snakes. Yeah. There was like a snake fluting battle. Yaksha lost because even though he was very good at it, Krishna was playing like the song of life mm-hmm. is maybe what they call it, but it touches each of the chakras. Mm-hmm. So he won and then Yaksha promised to kill all the vampires, but he didn't, Elisa was his favorite. He loved her. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sita. And so he waited 
to kill her and until he was done being alive. Like he didn't want to live anymore. Right. So he's going to kill both of them together. Mm-hmm. And Sita tried to trick him. Mm-hmm. So the way that Yaksha tricked Sita was by killing Ray first. That's right. And so Sita turned him into a vampire because she loved him too much to watch him die, which means that she broke her promise to Krishna, which then meant Yaksha could kill her with kind of a clean conscience. Right. But then it was like, that was okay for her to do that because she did it out of love. Yaksha realized that because she did it out of love, she did still have Krishna's grace. Mm. And so he let them go. But she had the place set to blow. Oh, right. The platform with the chairs yeah. and the, the so, very confusing. Yes. The very <laughs> scientifically uh, over uh, justified. Oh, right. It was like because of rockets. Explosion. Yeah. It was like, have you heard about this program? It's a real program. And that's <laughs> oh, what I'm right. basing it on. Um, yes, 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 yes. Uh, so the house did blow. Mm-hmm. And oh, Sita right. and Ray were thrown free. Mm-hmm. But a stake went into Sita's heart. So now she has this thing in her heart. So the last book ended with us not knowing if Sita was going to live or die. Yes. Except we obviously knew she would because there were more books. Yeah. But so that's where we pick up. Would you like to read the back of the book? Yes. Thank you for doing that because actually I oh, no problem. was having trouble like remembering some of the details and there were some like helpful little flashbacks that happened in the book where I was like, yeah. oh yeah, that was because the snake yeah. thing. Oh, P.S. It turned out um, Seymour had AIDS due oh, right, to a right. blood transfusion. And so Sita gave him just enough of her blood to uh, destroy the virus. But in not his body, make him a vampire. But not make him a vampire. Okay. And they have like a psychic connection and he's a writer. Uh, P.S. Right. Did we mention Chris Pike standing? Right. And she visits him at night and like, Tells him all the stories and he writes them all down. Wink, wink. He wrote the last book. He's going to write this one. Yeah. So as she is narrating, because she's narrating present time. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that these thoughts are going out to Seymour. Yes. All right. Where had the new vampires come from? Elisa and her partner, Ray, thought that they were the last vampires. Suddenly, however, in one area of the United States, there is a series of brutal murders that can only be the work of other vampires. Who created these creatures? How can they be stopped? That is a very honest back of the book. Yeah, and doesn't give things away. Does not fuck around. Just gets right to it. Mm-hmm. Um, Respect. Yeah. So Sita finally. slash Elisa is like... Uh, should really just call her Sita. It's weird to me that it still calls her Elisa on the back of the book. I always actually. thought of her as Sita. It's really weird to me that I even forgot and referred to her as Elisa at yeah. one point. She's Sita. 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 She's Sita. Sita. Um, so Sita's Sita. like running around in Los Angeles and she uh, had heard about these murders where it was like there was a girl who was Both found her with her arms, arms were torn off. off. That's so crazy. So these are some brutal ass vampires. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the F? Like there's other vampires? Oh no. Oh no. I thought because, I was the last. Yeah. Yaksha killed everybody so that he could be in Krishna's grace. Yeah. So... And she didn't make them. And Ray didn't. And Yaksha was exploded. Or so she thought. I guess we should just skip to the end. He's yeah, not dead. for framing. Just, he's not dead. He's not dead. So, um. He was sh- stolen by a real fuckhead. Dude, this guy is. Oh my God. Foul. He's really fucking weird. He's gross. And he's like serial killer material. 
Oh, he is a serial yeah. killer. Yeah. And, like it is totally like, he like weird snuff films and shit. Yeah. And I took a photo of that. And his relationship with his mom is gross. It's like a gross incestuous thing. Oh God, it's so weird. So his name is, I wanted to say Eddie Fisher. No, that's Debbie uh, Reynolds' ex-husband and singer. <laughs> his name was Eddie. 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 Something. Eddie something. Eddie Fender. Mm. It's not, it's not loading. So it's kind of blurry, but I can still read it. <laughs> Fuck you, phone. Um, So we learn about Eddie when... So she meets Joel Drake. Drake? Joel. Possibly Drake. Yeah. Special Agent Joel Drake. So he came across her in Los Angeles when she was investigating why the fuck these vampire murders were taking place. Um, And she hitches a ride with him. So we can like get back to all that stuff later. But yeah. just uh, for the... Eddie Fender background. So he works in a morgue. Yaksha's body yeah. went to the morgue. He noticed he was healing. Yeah, wanted a piece of that. And Yaksha was like unconscious and talking a lot. Yeah, just like and babbling about just babbling his about life. his life story. And babbling her life. about Sita. And Eddie being like a like a stupid but brilliant creep. Yeah. Kept him alive and in cold storage. So that he could take his blood and make himself a vampire and also continually drink his blood, mm -hmm. which is why he's so fucking powerful because yeah. Yaksha is the first vampire. So the super sassy receptionist <laughs> yes. at the morgue gives Sita the lowdown on Eddie Fender. So a girl there went out on a date with Eddie, uh, finds out he likes to watch snuff films. I... I love this whole exchange because it is very pulp fiction. There's I this I took so many pictures. Pulp. Yes. And I cuz it was like it was a little more obvious that that was the tone mm -hmm. as opposed to just like a normal story with like some weird like a lot of the stuff we read it seems like instead of it sounding pulp it just has like really weird phrasing yeah like really weird indulgent phrasing yeah but but this, this was like, like some straight up well pulp. it was very like noiry like she was like the yeah. noir like she was like the detective-ish yeah. character and that was kind of the case in the first book but i feel like he's really nailing it in this one so she <laughs> <laughs> i oh and sita's voice in this one is like way more feminist yeah than any of the other sea pipe books yeah like it nails what like a confident woman is and how she judges other women um so she goes to uh so while joel stays with the coroner i wander deeper into the morgue and find an office space with a secretary with her feet up on her desk doing her nails i like a woman who doesn't take her job too seriously yeah and then about 30 she has a national Enquirer and a two-liter bottle of diet pepsi sitting on her desk beside a computer screen that keeps flashing temporary malfunction <laughs> her lips swim in red paint her hair stands up like an antique wig 20 pounds overweight she looks jovial a little slutty <laughs> but not in a judgmental way yeah it's just like huh, my hat's off to you slutty yeah. lady yeah um 
So she starts talking to her and the, the woman says, aren't you a pretty little thing? What are you doing in this haunted house? Haunted house. And she says, you're FBI. You look like a cheerleader. Sita says, thank you. You look like an executive secretary. She says, yeah, right. And this is the executive suite. And then they start talking about Eddie, t- start talking about how he has snuff films. Sick, huh? Eddie had a whole set of them. He showed Heather three or four. They're usually pretty short, I understand, before she figured out she wasn't watching the latest Disney releases. Then she got up and wanted to leave. The only problem was Eddie wouldn't let her. Okay, I had some questions about this part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, So what happens next is that he chains her up in his closet with only his yeah. jacket on. It says... What he did do, so the woman she's talking to doesn't know how it happened, but it says what he did do was tie Heather up in his bedroom closet, standing up and wearing his high school jacket and nothing else, and force her to suck on popsicles all night. And the way he does that is by tickling her. Okay, so... <laughs> is every time she stops, he'll tickle her more. So is this before or after he has Yaksha? After. No, no, no. Before. Okay. Sorry. Before. Because I was like, is he making her drink popsicles of Yaksha's blood? (laughs) No. So he's he's just just, making her eat popsicles. This is is human, Eddie. So this is the kind of asshole we're dealing with when he's human. I'm disgusted. He's horrible. And Sita is definitely more disgusted by him than the OG vampire demon who made her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And I loved... Ditto. Same. Yeah, I mean, we all are. He is the true villain. Um, And there was a part, and it's kind of towards the end, but the way she describes him, I love that this ends up being his weakness. So she says, because usually in a a book or movie or whatever, where there is like the downtrodden loser, we're supposed to feel sorry for him. Yeah, we are in fact supposed to feel sorry for them. Yeah, and here she says... Eddie is a sorrier case. He was the nerd in high school library at lunch, picking out his zits and fantasizing about rape every time a cheerleader walked by. And that ends up being his downfall. Like, his... And the cold fetish. Yeah. Like, oh, oh God. It's very that was weird. weird. It's very weird. Um, I Yeah, I like that it isn't like he got this way because he couldn't get laid. It's that he's evil yeah that's why i like that exactly it's not like oh this poor guy none of these women will give him a chance it's like no this guy is a predator he is bad and this is why women won't give him a chance um okay so he he tickles her and makes her eat popsicles (laughs) what the fuck (laughs) that's 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 a very interesting fucked up detail yeah because the thing is but it all fits because it's eating popsicles, like I feel like the more banal the thing that this guy's making you do in his closet, the like grosser and weird. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, it's eat like, popsicles. Yeah, not, it would like, have been easy for him just to have done something violent. Yeah. And um, I keep wanting to say it is rapey. It is. Well, it is rape because he's like forcing something into like but an it's like orifice. A, a good in character specific that um 
what am I trying to say? Explodes your expectations. Well, yeah. And after you hear that weird specific, you're like, I get what there is to get about this guy. Yeah. Rapist, Mm -hmm. violent, cold. And fucking weird. Fucking. You know who he would be played by? He. He. Um, um, uh, Callista Flockhart. Yep. (laughs) Yep. Uh, no, he was in, um, what's that movie about the rats? Oh, Crispin Glover? Yeah. I feel like he'd be played by Crispin Glover. Oh, I can see that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm thinking specifically Crispin yeah, younger Glover. Crispin Glover. Yes. But with the behavior what? things of like Charlie's Angels. What Remember was that? that rap movie called like Will Will Willis? Will Will Wilfred? Wilfred? I think it's Wilfred. What? Walter? No. Willie? Big Willie style? Uh Willy Wonka. <laughs> uh I think it's Wilfred. Will it Dahl? is Wilfred. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Seuss. Yeah. Uh Theodore Geisel? <laughs> Theodore Geisel. Uh, Milan Kundera? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um, Khaleesi. <laughs> oh, okay. Targaryen. Hello. Uh, it was. It was that. Hello. 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 Can you hear me? Hi. Hi. Oh my How god. Hi. So good. Thank oh, you. Good. <laughs> How have you been? Oh, I have been good. Oh, <laughs> weird emphasis on have yeah. over and over yeah. again. Oh, I have been wondering oh, about I, that. How have you been? Or you could short. Can do, I plug it, it into you your do it in my computer. Yeah. Can I plug it yeah. into your pull, computer? Pull. Um, can I be uh, Kelly? Can, can I, I weird my and annoying? Phone is running out um, of battery. Can I plug it into your computer? Um. Uh, will you hate me? <laughs> I wonder if um. Souffle Auntie, entre. Souffle Souffle Apple entree. You're being Ooh, a, you you're being a real. stories. You're you're being a real souffle right now. What? <laughs> Asking me to plug it. Auntie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, could you? Um, Kelly. Oh, my I phone. would so appreciate it. Oh, could you could braid, I braid my hair? Your hair. <laughs> could I? Uh, could you stand in my closet and oh, suck on you? popsicles all I, night? I usually love oh. to have popsicles, but really it just... My teeth get so cold, so I could you suck pre-suck the popsicle for me? Oh my god. And just let it become a liquid in your so in your mouth and then transfer it into into mine. Thank you. <laughs> uh, um Kelly, I would like to say mm-hmm. that was very funny. Thank you. <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Thank I thought you. that was a very good bit. Thank you. Thank you for doing it. I'm I'm glad that you engaged with me on it. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you for doing that, man. <laughs> mm. Any hoodle. Any woodle. <laughs> when did we lose our minds? Are we crazy? Are, are we being I'm, bad right now? I want to be so bad right now. Oh and I would say we should keep talking about the book. <laughs> Is that bad? Oh my Is God. that bad? So like, I'm going to be a little bit sinful. Okay. And we should just keep talking about Oh my God. <laughs> You're too much. I'm so wild oh right now. God. I had a Sprite. You're out of control. I had a Sprite. You had a Sprite. I had a Sprite. You had a Sprite. I had a Sprite. You had a Sprite. No ice. 
Oh my god. It wasn't even diluted. It wasn't even diluted. Oh my god. And it was hot. No wonder. It was boiling. No. Yes. Oh, that's so you. <laughs> so me. You shouldn't. Hot You're not Sprite. supposed to. Hot Sprite Sandra. <laughs> I don't understand that woman. No, but I, I don't love understand her. her, but she's great. Hot Sprite Sandra. Hot Sprite Sandra. Another character in the <laughs> firmament of stars. Oh, God. You know, we have quite a cast of characters in our Teen Creeps world. Mm. 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 All caps. Hashtag Vera. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag all caps Vera. Vera. Um, okay. Who's worse? Vera or Eddie Fender? Uh, well, here's the thing. Vera. Ooh, I don't even know the answer. On the plus side to Vera, she's uh-huh. hilarious. Mm. Eddie's not funny. He uh, well, no. okay, the popsicle thing is weird. It's not funny. But it's weird, not though. funny. He's not brandishing his fist at the sky and screaming, "Nobody loves me." Oh, here's here's what it is. Mm. He's not fun. He's not fun. He's not really fun to read about. I don't mean that as a dig at the book. I just mean in comparison to Vera. Yeah. I, I mean, like the book, but Eddie is not a fun character. It's not like yeah. soap. Never at any point. Vera is soap. Yeah. Did I like She's burst out villain. laughing? She is, she is high drama. High drama. He is just like. Pardon. He's not as outlandish. That's the thing. And perhaps it's because he he's represents something. Life. He's not larger than life. Vera is. Larger than larger life. than life, LTL, LTL. <laughs> um, that's Love the thing. Vera. He's not. He's not I as fun. He doesn't have that joie de vivre. I'm gonna say he is worse, but not in a fun way. Right. Well, he's more okay. He, Vera's dangerous, he, but he is more threatening. He's just killing people. He is. Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, he's killing just killing people. people. And all, I mean, he is like doing something very fucked up to he wants to. He wants to, oh man, that made me, I mean, I always liked Yaksha, even in the first book. Yeah, that bummed me out a lot. Like, And what he does to Yaksha makes me really sad. Yeah. But it does lead to such a fun reveal of Yaksha. Yeah. Because he's keeping Yaksha... In an ice cream truck. That's how he's keeping him cold all the time. So he yeah. has, he has, he has him in a burlap sack mm-hmm. with spikes poking into him. Always. And the burlap slack sack is sewed into his skin. Yeah. So that's how he's keeping him weakened, and then yeah. further weakened by keeping him in the cold all the time. Well, and it was even hinted at that like he was dissected open underneath the sack. Which is oh, very yeah, yeah, yeah. gross and sad. So gross and sad. It's just like a very, and it was like low key body horror because it wasn't ever really described to us in full gory detail. Yeah, it's not fetishy, right? But it, it just is, is like sad and oh, like God, I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. As so, I was when we finished Last Vampire, I was then thinking, I I was like, what is the plot? Of this one, I know that more vampires are being made. How are more vampires being made? And then all of a sudden, I got a mental picture of Yaksha having no legs, sitting helpless in an ice cream truck. And I was like, oh, no. Yeah. I remember now. And he's like, basically like vivisected. Yeah. Uh, Constantly with spikes through him to yes. keep him constantly both. <laughs> I hate it. Uh, 
in both like unhealable because it's wooden stakes, so he can't heal around it, and constantly in pain. I think it's just straight up spikes. They it's not a wood thing for them. Well, no, because it what she did mention some one of them mentioned specifically like if wood is like impaling them, they can't uh uh what's it called? Heal around, heal around it. it. I just don't know yeah. if it's only wood. I don't know. Okay. But I, I, just remember, I remember anything. seeing the word yes. wooden and I don't know if it was like a know. qualifier. Oh, I think it was just she was talking about wooden stakes. Because it went through her heart. Yeah. And she was technically supposed to die, but she didn't because of... Because then she, it just splintered off into yeah. her chest. Ray pulled it out. Yeah. Here's when she finds Yaksha. Even before I pull aside the locked door to the refrigerated compartment, I know that Yaksha is inside and in poor condition. I open the door. Yaksha, I whisper. There's moving at the back of the cold box. A strange shape speaks. What flavor would you like, little girl? Yaksha asks in a tired voice. Which yeah. That is, I really, I thought that was delightful. I thought that was really funny. It was like, it was good like, work, Yaksha. It was like, it's so like wry. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But like in that tired way, I love yeah, that. Yeah, he's like so defeated and he knows it's her mm-hmm. and he is in pain. And he doesn't like that she's seeing him in this condition because he loves yeah. her. Well, and she tries to like lift the, she tries to take the sack off yeah, and he like, like won't no. let her because he doesn't want yeah. her to remember him that way. And she's like, I guess I don't want to remember him that way either. Yeah. And it continues. My reaction is a surprise to me, probably because I feared him for so long. It is difficult for me to even approach him without hesitation, even while seeking him out as an ally. Yet with his silly question, a wave of warmth sweeps over me. Still, I do not stare too hard at what he has become. I do not want to know, at least not yet. I will get you out of here, I say. Give me 10 minutes. You can take 15 if you need, Sita. <laughs> Ugh, and I just love like the comfortable way that they interact too. Yeah, and they have had such a complicated, long relationship. Mm-hmm. It's like she helped birth him into being. Mm-hmm. He grew up at an accelerated rate and fell in love with her, disappeared, killed her father, found her after she got married, took her from her husband and her daughter's house, made her a vampire, and then she had to follow him around for years and years. Mm -hmm. And then she didn't see him for like 4,000 years. Yeah. And then he came to kill her. And she's done nothing but fear him. Yeah. But now he's a little lump. Yeah. In an ice cream truck. And it's sort of that thing, or it's like he talks about in the book, love and hate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How they're, you know. That they're the, the same. Same coin. Mm-hmm. And also, like, just for a bit of, I guess, framework, because just to keep things from getting confusing. Mm-hmm. So she, like, is tra- trying to, like, just to do a skeleton overview of this plot. Oh, right. So she's like trying to track like. <laughs> oh, right. The plant. Oh, yeah. The plant. Oh, yeah. I actually think it's probably not even That's being loud. picked up. Yeah, because it wasn't last time, was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she's like trying to track like w- what's creating, what is killing in the way that vampires do. Um, she tracks this one vampire to the uh, LA Coliseum, which is over by USC. Um, I have been in that for a Conan bit. Oh, um, have I been in that before? I can't remember. Uh, probably not then. Oh, yes, for a festival. 
I was playing pretend football on the football field. Nice. It was two football teams going at it. Nice. It was University of Phoenix and DeVry. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good, good, funny, funny idea. Um, so she gets there and realizes that there's like a little pack of vampires and one of them is the leader and he, or she like can tell that he is disgusted yeah, from the second she sucks. sees him. Yep. And it's Eddie. And he's got like, he's got green eyes. Yeah. He's they're got gross they're green like eyes. Disgusting they're like, green eyes. They're like rotten emeralds or yes. however he yeah, puts he that. Something like that <laughs> like, had been like dissolved burned in like acid. In a, oh, burned in a fire. Yeah. He emeralds burning in a fire. Emeralds burn in a fire thing i didn't even realize till right now did we figure out if emeralds can burn in a fire yeah they do burn in a fire yeah well he figured that out and then brought it back for chain letter too or i don't know if he figured it out or if that was the intention all along yeah no what was it no 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 no. it was that they would that it would survive a fire and we found out that it would have burned yeah yeah that's what it was well, anyway, he's sticking to his, might not have. or maybe he he was like, or oh, he, they do he burn knows in a fire. They're damaged. He knows they can be burned. They will be burned, and they'll look anyway. like Eddie's eyes. Um, and so she like tries. So she's like, oh, this like idiot young vampire. He looks like he's a young vampire. He doesn't know she can just how tell. to fight me. Yeah. So then she starts like she can dis- she dispatches of his like minions Cronin. fairly easily, but then he is like really good at fighting super strong he's super strong super fast um and he injures her really bad oh i really liked the touch about um so she was being trailed by those those oh i i want to uh actually read the description of it because it's very pulpy uh so she's thinking about like the uh vampire that must be killing these people must be young uh because they're killing really recklessly Mm mm-hmm but who is this youngster and who made him or her? Disturbing questions. Three young males wait for me a hundred yards down the street. I cross to the other side, but they move to intercept me. One is tall and slim. The other squat as an old stump. The third has the face of a dark angel brought up on the wrong side of the pearly gates. Oh, I took a photo too. He is clearly the leader. He smiles as he sees me trying to get away from him and his buddies, flexing his powerful biceps as if they were laws unto themselves. I fucking love that line. I see he carries a gun under his dirty green coat. The others are unarmed. The three jog toward me as I pause to consider what to do. Of course, I could turn and flee. Even if they were training for the Olympics, they couldn't catch me. It's very... Uh, yeah. Because these these aren't the vampires. These are just these dudes are just on the street. These are just like dudes. So they're going to rape her. They're going to try. There's a lot of rape in this book. Yeah, there's a lot or of uh, not rape. There's a lot of discussion of or rape. like rape intentions. Yes. Yeah. Rapey, misogynist intentions. Mm-hmm. So so then she at at a certain point she uh so she's like toying with them cuz she she's planning on drinking them. Mhm. She's thirsty. Um, but then she sees one of the vampires fleeing and mm-hmm. she's like shit, I got to catch him. So she just like stabs Paul in the thigh. Mm-hmm. Runs off. And then runs off, leaves her knife there and she's like the enjoy Mm-hmm. And so then when she encounters Eddie in the Coliseum, he throws her own knife at her because he went and killed Paul. And that's what makes her realize like he's super like, fast because oh, he tracked her, grabbed the knife and then came back for her in time for her to discover him. Yeah. So she was like, oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> check, please. Um, <laughs> check, please. Uh, he. 
So then he, yeah, he throws a knife and it hits her in the shoulder and she's just getting like beat up. And then what happens? She runs away. She, she like, um, how does she lose him? She like, I think, oh, she finds the security guards, guards gun, shoots at him a few times. Right. They're both injured and they both run away when they hear the police. Right. Because the police come. Yeah, that's right. And then she sees those two like idiot police officers and like yeah. toys with them a little bit. Gets away from them. But then Joel, Agent Joel, the FBI agent Cooper, FBI <laughs> agent, Cooper. agent Joel Cooper. Yep. Uh, he comes in with a coffee and a piece of pie. Mm-hmm. Um, Drake. Joel Drake? That's I think it's Drake. Anyway. I have no idea. So he is smarter than them. Yeah. Detains her. She feeds him a line about like parking her car and getting lost. And he like kinda like, doesn't buy it. Mm-hmm. And she but thinks keeps, he can track her, so it's, yes. he lets her go. And she keeps trying to like use her like powers mind. of persuasion and touch. Yeah, but he she can tell he has a strong mind and he's like kind of uh, re- resisting. So I thought that was cool. Yeah. Oh, I he forgot. Cool. I wanted I like to him. say, yeah, I like him a lot. I like Joel. Um, I like him more than Ray. Me too. Ray's kind he's of a just more interesting. He's he got is. more personality than Ray had. Well, he's older. He's older. Which is helpful. He's got a job. He's good at his job. He's good at his job. Uh, he wasn't stolen away from his girlfriend, Pat. Yeah, he's single. He doesn't I have mean, a wedding ring. I mean, she really, she took Ray at a very bad time in his life. She had just killed his father. Yeah. She just broke up his relationship with his girlfriend by being super hot. Mm-hmm. And by being uh, his reincarnated, by being reincarnated. Yeah. So it just wasn't, I, I don't blame Ray. It was a rough time in his life. Yeah. But I wanted to say that when, so when they're fighting in the Coliseum, her and Eddie, like they're both just fucking each other up. And as, as I hit the ground, I expect him to hit the ground, but he doesn't. Although staggering, he remains on his feet. Oh, Christ, I whisper as I fall to my knees. Will this bastard not die? Yeah, <laughs> I liked that. Ah, oh, Jesus Christ. She's what actually, fuck? she's very funny in this book. She is. She's, she's very funnier. funny. She's less defensive about how powerful she is. I remember in the first book, the three of us were like, wow. She has like really got something to prove about yeah. how she's a vampire because she wouldn't calmed stop down. talking about it. She's calmed down. It still happens, but less so. Um, so <laughs> yeah, this is when she meets Joel. I fucking loved this. A young man. He has blonde hair almost as light as my own and blue eyes as well, although these are darker than mine. He wears a sea blue sport coat, expensive white slacks. He is strikingly handsome. I feel as I climb in beside him like an actor in a series. Agent Vampire. There should be such a show. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah. There should be such a show. There should be such a show. Agent Vampire. Because when he w- was describing mm-hmm. him, I was like, what is this, Miami Vice? And yes. then sure enough, Agent Vampire. Agent Vampire. Um. So, yeah, I, I, I liked and I liked their chemistry in that, like, nothing was trying to be forced with them. Nothing was too sexual. Yeah, it was he, just... His eyes weren't, like, all over her. Yeah. Like, he, like, makes a... Con- he, like, kind of flirts with her a little, but nothing gross or weird. Like, he's just like, oh, with a cute girl. And she's like, oh, you think I'm cute? And he's like, mm. mm yeah. When uh-huh. am I blind? <laughs> when am I- I'm not gonna fucking lie. Yeah, you're cute. Whatever. Whatever. Let's just keep driving, okay? Uh, I did... I took a photo of another page when he's like... 
he finally like supposedly gets her to her car, which she then hot wires and pretends is her car. Um, he so Sita says, "I'll be around. I can give you a number once we find my car." That's fine. Did you get off the Harbor Freeway or the Santa Monica? I was on the Santa Monica Freeway. I was like, bitch, you mean the 10 and the 101 or the 10 and the 110? Why are you saying yeah. the names left? D- did people do did this? people do that? I don't think so. Like, Do they talk like I that? I think we always like, called it the 10. Did you use the Harbor Freeway or the Santa Monica Freeway? It's 10 and 110. Yeah, it's, it's the 10 and the 110. Hence the Californian sketch on SNL. Yeah. I took the 110 to the 10 to the 110 again. <laughs> I was going around in circles. Listen. To the 405 to Long Beach. I went on the 91 East. I got on a toll road. Then I got back on the 5 South. Decided to pop Exited back. Harbor Way. Sometimes I take Disneyland Drive. Sometimes I take Harbor. I took Harbor that day. Oh. Yeah. Going to Disneyland. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. You did a little. In this scenario. A little loop-de-loop at the beginning, though. You forgot something at home. Because you said 110, 101, back on the 110. Yeah, I did. I was just saying numbers at first. Okay. And then I started getting on an actual route. Mm. That's when I got on the 91. Get back on that five. <laughs> you start out on the five. Then you get on the 91 East. Back on the five. Oh. Yeah, if you want to take the real. No, no, no. What do you do? Okay, excuse me. You take the five mm-hmm. to the 110. Mm-hmm. Then you get on the 91 East. Then you take it to the five again. And then straight shot to Disney. Straight shot to Disney. From then on. So if you were wondering, that's my route to Disneyland from Los Angeles. Take that route always and maybe you'll be next to Lindsay one day. Notice I did not say Harbor Freeway. No, never. To the 91 East, which I don't think has a name, to the San Diego Freeway. Nope. That might be the 405. The 405 is the San Diego freeway. This is why the Californians is a real. It's a. It's real. It's mm-hmm. for real, you guys. These are the conversations we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Anyway, I thought that was a funny part of the book. Yeah. I don't I, know if people used to say the freeway names. I don't think so because I don't remember that. And I lived out here, so. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. Um, snooze. <laughs> snooze. So uh, glad I brought that up. <laughs> Real fascinating talk there, Lindsay. Um, oh, right. So then she like starts kind of working with uh, Joel, but she's like, you should just not be involved in this. You should just not. Because she's like, you should just not. I should and you should not. Yes. And he's like, mm. I'm not normal. You are normal. He's like, I I'm... should. You shouldn't. And he's like, OK. But he does. He does. He does. At this point. Sita has gone back to Oregon. She's to like jet set just in her Learjet. In her Learjet, yes. That Ray is a little. giant bummer. Yeah, actual Learjet. Dude, Ray. I, look, I get it, Ray. It's hard to be turned into a vampire. It's hard to be away from your family. He won't even eat. He can't eat. He Here's wants, the thing. I don't see like any harm. sitting outside of Pat's up, or house. I don't see any harm in like so feeding sad. not to death. Yeah. They're fine. And then he causes somebody's death. Because he's freaking out too much. Yeah, he's freaking out. Because they try and like. Killed that woman on the beach get by some... accident. Yeah. Well, so she did. <laughs> she did. But, but she was distracted. She was, she was distracted and amped up because mm-hmm. he, like she was feeding on the dude just fine. 
And during that whole thing, the whole purpose was to get him to feed and he didn't. Yeah. Ray, this is for you. Ray was not. Oh, she needed it too. She, she was, was very hungry. Experienced some blood loss. Um, But yeah, he was, uh, he was a dad. He's just, yeah. Good guy. Dead. I can't help it, but I don't miss Ray. I know. I feel bad, but like I, like the instant Joel came on the scene, I was, I was like, like mm, I was not interested in Ray at all. Like yeah. anytime he was on the page, I was like, I'm bored. Even in the first book. He was a dud then. He's just kind of a, he, he's a device, I yeah. guess. He's the reason that. And the reason is you. And the reason is Ray. <laughs> he's really just there to give Sita a dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I mean, like, that's kind of what he is here too. It's just. Yeah. I like that his weight is, <laughs> I like that his weight is treated with death. Yeah, I like that his death is given some weight. I I like yeah. that it's not just like, well, I know I'll be with him again. Yeah. Or like, well, Krishna taught me that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is like, oh, I really loved him. And like, I mean, she is full on fuck you, Krishna. Yeah. She's like, why am I here when you take away all the things I love? At that point, she has lost her faith. Like, She's like, it. I'll make Joel a vampire. Yeah, I don't care. Who who needs your grace anyway? Yeah. This is how I get treated. Um, so she uh, is determined to get rid of Eddie because it seems like what Eddie wants is to just create a race of vampires and wipe out. Yeah, way more. Sh- He's very irresponsible as a yes. vampire. Yaksha was a responsible demon. Yeah. he No, Eddie is Eddie just an sucks. idiot. And she describes him as an idiot. She's like, yeah. he has a myopic like mind. Mm-hmm. He like doesn't think big picture like he's stupid. Yeah. Um. So that is a dangerous person to have that kind of power. Yep. Um. So she's like, I need to destroy him and his cohorts, basically. So she she and um Ray concoct this plan to like bring in fuel trucks and like basically explode the Coliseum. Not the Coliseum, just a warehouse. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> the warehouse. Yeah. Which she gets that information from visiting oh, his Eddie's creepy, creepy mom. ass mom. Ew, I okay. must have taken a photo of that part. It's fucking, it's so fucking weird. The mom is like weird. disheveled and dirty and covered in bloodstains because she voluntarily and in fact with pleasure lets her son feed on her. And they have this weird, gross, incestuous relationship. And she just... Oh, and then remember how um, Sita notices, like, she even likes, like, little girls? Like, she likes, like, little... She's, like, a pedophile. That was very interesting. Yeah. And she liked, like, being, like, physically threatened and hurt, too. Yeah, she was into it. Gross. Super gross. She's just, like, disgusting. Yeah, Sita's like, well... No wonder. Yeah. And she yeah. like even calls her out and is like, oh, like what was Eddie like when he was a kid? Was he like burning kittens? Did you yeah. buy him the kittens? Did you buy him the matches? Like yeah. you're fucked up. Um, She's like, my boy will get you. She, yeah. Oh, God. Ugh. She's so gross. She is really weird. Um, And so Sita's like, all right, uh, uh, where does he work? 
or he figures she figures out that he works at the warehouse. So that's where she goes to try and like destroy him and his like coven. Not before she <laughs> fries the mom's brain yeah, by accident. Right. She's, she's like, like she's like real over trying to get the info out of her. Yeah. So she's just like, you're gonna tell me where the warehouse, where the warehouse, yeah, where and then the, the mom warehouse. is just like the police find her just babbling warehouse. Yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, I mean, she was going to get better eventually. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. Cedar couldn't give a fuck. She doesn't give a shit. She shouldn't either. No, because that, that family's fucked sucks. up. I don't like her. No, they're Kelly, disgusting. I don't like her. I don't. Like her. I don't. I'm going to come out. Controversial statement. Do not like the mom. No. What? Where is she on the cunt scale? Uh, She is probably she's not... definitely K, but I don't know if she's capital. Yeah, I think she might be... I think she might be uppercase K. I give that day's ignition is because under. of the, yeah. Is lower, I mean. Undercase. <laughs> undercase. It's under K. Mm-hmm. It's hard, though, if she likes little girls. Well, then that. That, that bumps it. Yeah, it does bump I it. Because I would say that she's a, she's a lower caps cunt with a C. Well, and the, well, so here's lower the thing, caps, too, right? C cunt. Where it's like when you throw in, when you throw in, like something like pedophilia yeah and something like that like i feel like that's a separate thing right yeah because like if cunt scale is just like because like even eddie even eddie you put eddie on the cunt scale so you have like him being like a rapist and like making people eat popsicles and shit and like being just generally unlikable and a jerk but then if you throw in like the shit he does to animals like that kind of thing like that is like a weird like separate you know what yeah. i mean i think we need a different grading system for that yeah and i don't know what it is off the top of my head yeah i don't know either mm. well i think we need to have like right like we haven't really had much experience with characters that are fucked up in the way that eddie and his mom are fucked up um i don't know uh, the characters <clears throat> in Die softly and whisper of death are pretty fucked up. Aside yeah. from the supernatural, they're fucked up. Like Sugar Sisters. Yeah. And the way that she lets people die. What is although, her name? Alexa. Although Alexis? the Sugar Sisters are on that cunt scale too. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they're on cunt scale. What about, but then there's Betty, Betty and whisper of death. What was her deal again? Her deal is that she's like a fucking witch and she puts them all in this Twilight Zone town oh, yeah. and, and ruins Roxanne's abortion. Okay. I feel like that's on an Eddie scale. That's on an Eddie scale. I think it's They're partially on the cunt scale, scale, partially Eddie scale. I think you can be on both, but you have different parts of you on both, you know? Yeah. People are very um, unique so very, creatures it's, and multifaceted. It's like people can't just be put on one scale. No. You're not just cunt scale or uh, just Eddie psychopath scale. scale. <laughs> You're, I guess, psychopath scale. But then that's reductive, what? right? Because then some people are like something different. Yeah. I think also it's not as fun as the cunt scale. It's not because it's kind of scary. You know what? We have to let it happen naturally. I can't no, force this. We can't, I can't force, force it. A we can't cunt, force it. A new cunt gradient. No. No. It'll come to it's us. It's got to find itself. 
All we have to do is be patient, heads forward. All we have to do is rock in that chair, be an empty vessel, mm-hmm. and let the gifts fill. Sing, sing, become, sing, sing. Become. <laughs> la, 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 la. Push through to the peace. <laughs> there the cunt scale shall be. <laughs> um, let your body fill with the new scale. Um, first and best scale. The first and best scale. The second and worst scale. Uh, so then... Mm. Oh, so she, everything blows up. Ray dies because yep. Ray sacrifices himself. Yeah. Although, Ray, you did not need to. No. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> I think he also didn't want to continue living. <clears throat> yeah, he was. He was like really using martyrdom. Martyrdom is yeah. an excuse. Murdered. Murdered him. Martyrdom. Yeah. Yeah, that was a smokescreen. Yeah. He just wanted out because I think out. He, he didn't want to be a vampire to begin with. And then like he just wasn't happy being that way. Yeah. She shouldn't have done it. She shouldn't have done it. And I mean, we'll see with Joel, but like she does it again. So if she had let him die, Yaksha wouldn't have been able to kill her. Yeah. Because she had Krishna's grace. Mm-hmm. And we wouldn't be in this position, Sita. <laughs> no. We she wouldn't be sitting better. here talking about your second book. Be mature. Um, so then she, everyone gets like blown back from the explosion. Uh, she gets blown back from the explosion and, um, thinks she's going to die, but then like feels a sport coat being dropped on her. Yeah, (laughs) what? And we all know who wears sport coats. Yeah. Joel. Agent vampire himself. Agent vampire. Um. Takes her back to a motel room where all of her skin grows back. Yeah. And he's like, ooh. Yeah. She wakes up crying tears of blood for Ray. Yeah, and he's like, Lucy. And she's like, (laughs) You have some spinning. And she's like, All right, I'm a vampire. And he's like, Oh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I buy this because I just watched your skin grow back. (laughs) He's like, Ah, show not tell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, first rule. Uh, Well done. Well done. Uh, And then um, she skedaddles with the sweatshirt and pants he brought her. Oh, right. No shoes. No, she's she's like, she doesn't shoeless. Need shoeless, just wearing some sweatshirt mm-hmm. and pants that fit okay. So that's when she finds Yaksha. Yes. And then she takes him to the beach, Santa Monica Pier. Sucks him dry. Sucks him dry and just weighs down his body with rocks and yeah. lets him go where his body will never be found. Yep. Although, Sita, I can't remember the other books, but I feel like maybe that wasn't the way to go. <laughs> that like, maybe you should have burned him. Double tap. Yeah. Always double tap. Always double tap. She double tapped earlier. She like yeah. stomped on the skulls of other people. She just stomped on his skull. She just, just ripped his head to. off. She couldn't bring herself couldn't. to do it for Yaksha. Um, wait, so then what was the story he told her? Oh, right. About the demon who wishes that he can never be killed. Mm-hmm. And that whenever he touches the top of somebody's head, they, they die. die. Talking about Yaksha. Oh, right. Talking about Yaksha. Oh, right. So then that one demon, he's he wishes that he can... Uh oh yeah yeah yeah, never be killed and kill people by touching their head. So then he's just wreaking havoc, nonstop. So Krishna appears to him as a pretty lady and tricks him into touching his own head by copying her movement. Mm-hmm. He's so she like seduces him. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Krishna plays the note. No, he just turns into he a just pretty turns lady. into a pretty lady and dances. But a lot. then Sita uses that to. Drive mm-hmm. Eddie to distraction with lust. Mm-hmm. So, uh, basically, after she uh, she 
you know, s- does like the uh, faux Viking Wait funeral. Stone, yeah. <laughs> Wait stone, yeah. Sure. And then goes back and is like, fuck this guy. I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill uh, Eddie. And so she goes to his mom's like, house. Fuck this guy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. I'm going to kill him. Like, oh, guess right. what? I have your mom. And he's like, guess what? I have Joel. And she's like, fuck. And she's like, well, guess. And he's like, I'm going to kill Joel. And she's like, okay, Fine. well, I'm going to kill your mom. And so he's like, ah, he's damn. Like, Meet me here. And she's like, no. She's I'm like, you here. mean me. I fucking came to your mom's house. I'm not going anywhere else. And he's like, oh, bye. <laughs> no oh, bother. And then shows up. And got her on the ropes because he fucking broke both of Joel's arms. Oh my God. Joel walks in with two uh, broken Jarms, arms. Jarbs is a mess. Jorbs? Joel is a mess. Jorbs is a mess. Jarbison is a mess. Um, I'm distracted by Noodle. Proud cat. What'd you say? Proud cat. Proud cat. He's sitting proudly. Yes. Okay. Well, if you're going to lay down, then lay oh. down. Thank you. <laughs> um, Your cuteness is too distracting. Yes. Right. Floof. Floof. Uh, Oh, right. So she's so, so then. And then he opens his jugular. Yeah. And she opens the mom's jugular and they're both just bleeding out. And she's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, uh, <laughs> both, both Joel and, and the like, mom are just bleeding out. She lets she's like, fine. And lets the mom go. The mom is walking towards Eddie like my beautiful boy. And oh, God. He just and she snaps her head around. So disgusting. He snaps she's her. So creepy. She's so gross. She's I hate her. So Gross. Wait, what does she call him? And he calls her butterfly? Sunshine. Butter- uh, she calls him butterfly. He calls her sunshine. Uh, Disgusting. And, oh, when Sita walked in the house and realized that he had been feeding on her and that she liked it, she immediately was like, ugh, incest. Yes. No, thank no, she you. She's disgusted by this Distasteful. family. Um, so, <laughs> so then uh, he kills his own mom and she, uh, <laughs> and uh, Eddie like throws uh joel like on a couch and joel's like Bleh! and like <laughs> is just like dying and um then she had discovered from yaksha that like not only did eddie want to drink yaksha's blood but wanted to drink sita's blood mm-hmm. so he brings of course he has a fucking tourniquet like nerd- and nurdle and syringe <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hi, my to name say is Noodle. <laughs> and then I also said <laughs> syringe. Stick <laughs> you out. <laughs> nerdle and syringe. Came out nerdle. Oh my He's God. got that nerdle. He's got that nerdle. Um, He's ready to suck or dry. Put it in the nerdle. Put it in the nerdle. Um, so he like starts just guzzling down her blood. He mm-hmm. pours it into a cup. She calls it Sita, Bloody Sita, because he oh, just yeah. is dr- a Bloody Sita she's on just ice. Getting giddy. He is literally putting her blood on ice and just gu- like guzzling it. Which, if um, Buffy is to be believed, vampires prefer it warm. Yeah, they don't like it cold. So what's that about? Well, yeah, and like, they doesn't don't like it like, cold. get like coagulated and shit? Like, that's going to be gross. Gross. It's like chunky. <laughs> Ugh. Anyway, so he's being really gross and like mm-hmm. he's he's having like blood boba. Yeah. <laughs> and um and then that's when she realizes like, oh, I have to like make him lust after me. Mm-hmm. So she starts singing whistling, or whistling that sex chakra yeah. note to get him lusty. Mm-hmm. 
And he gets lusty. Tricks of her tricks him into going at the back to have sex. And she knows and it's like blah blah. So cause cause she is so um old she knows like all of her own weaknesses and she knows that vampires get like sluggish in the cold and he's not really hip to that yet so she's like great i'm gonna know she's, like super distracted or so full of himself that he thinks he's impervious who's to say which yeah what do you think noodle noodle what do you think what do you think nurdle you're nurdle um normal normal she looks like normal oh, yeah. um so I actually, I laughed out loud at this part. Uh, so she's seducing him. Eddie licks his lips. You'll never have someone like me, I whisper. I do not sing the note. It sings itself. Eddie fidgets beside himself with passion. Never. I form the word with my wet lips. One more note. I barely get it out. Eddie drops his gun and grabs me. We kiss. Hmm. Yuck. <laughs> I took a photo of that page too. I thought that was so funny. So funny. And then I loved how it keeps going. And uh she says, I like it cold. I say, Eddie understands. He's an ice cream man, a connoisseur of frozen corpses. It is his thing, and we should not judge him too harshly. She's so funny. <laughs> Especially so when he funny. falls for my suggestion. Oh, That's my so funny. Yanking the fat white door open, he throws me inside into the foggy frost, the cold dark, where his eyes are not as sharp as mine and both our aversions to cold will stand or fall in critical balance. <laughs> like landing on my ass, I quickly <laughs> stand. <laughs> like I do believe he is not even going to give me a chance to fully undress. Yeah, I love that she is also being very wry in this moment too. Like yes this thing and we shouldn't judge yeah because I that was so funny i fucking got him i and then we get one of the coolest fucking kill scenes um which is when she kills eddie yeah um so she says like what's your favorite flavor and he's oh, yeah, like calling back to yaksha and he goes huh and he says cherry red i yeah. shout I bring the axe down hard, cut off his goddamn head. Black blood gushes out and I kick his amputated coconut in what could be a box of ice cream sandwiches. Dropping the axe, I fumble in the dark with the door, barely getting it open. Blah, blah, blah. I find Joel dying on the couch. <laughs> uh, and she says, do you want me to make you like me? And he says, no. And she's like, too bad. <laughs> He's like, no. <laughs> uh, I've had a, look, I've had a rough day. <laughs> I've lost someone I love. I lost Yaksha, who I also kind mm -hmm. of love. Now you're dying. I just had to fight Eddie. Mm -hmm. You know what? I'm going to treat myself and make you a vampire. And he's like, no, thank you. Too bad. And, and then she like, feels sleep. like she's dying again. And it's kind yeah. of the same end. Yeah, it's the same end. Huh. What's that about? I don't know. I liked the end of this one more. When she was like, let him be the last vampire. I don't care. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, I liked, I like this line. Um, so she, she says, do you want to be like me? He closes his eyes. No. I grab him, shake him. But you will die, Joel. Yes. His head falls on his chest. His breath is a thing of resignation, a settling of ripples on a mountain pond that prepares for a winter's frost. Mm. I liked that. I like that. 
Yet he speaks once more, one sweet word that pierces my heart and makes me feel he is my responsibility. Zeta. Mm. Good. I'm excited to see Vampire Joel. Yeah. I can't remember. I remember one scene from the next book, and it is a doozy. (laughs) Let Let me me tell tell you. you. (laughs) (laughs) I, this is why I would fucking love to turn this into a franchise. Yeah. This would be a cool set of movies. So fucking cool. It'd be really cool. Um, I'm really excited for the next book. I'm glad we get to do it next week. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I really liked this. I think I like it better than the first one. I like it better than the first one. Yeah. And maybe it's just because I like her voice better. Like, I think she... Yeah, she just is... Like, in the first one, it's... She's trying to be funny, but it doesn't hit. Well, this one, she's just so much more hopeless and tired and just like... Yeah, she's kind of... In this, she's like weary noir detective. Mm-hmm. Which I love. Yeah. I loved that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited for the next one. Feminist noir detective. Yeah. Good stuff. I'm so, so glad that in returning to Seapike, post Seapike, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Interaction? I'm for? Interaction. Yeah. Event? Um, <laughs> endorsement. Mm-hmm. That it was this. Yeah, a really fucking good one. I'm glad about that. I'm and glad I that really, we that we I saved Starlight like Crystal he too. Doesn't me too. I feel like this is it. I feel like from now on, it's it's this. It's like, all good. I think it it's all like good. Top of his form. Yeah, Sea Pike. I'm excited because now it's full on action. It's full on Krishna. Mm-hmm. It's full on uh, Circle of Life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> not quite Circle of Life. That's not what I meant, but. You were distracted because there's you know, a tiny Maya, line. There's in this a little room. noodle. I'm it's looking a tiny at noodle. a noodle. You're looking at a nurdle. Nurdles. Nurdles and syringes. <laughs> Nurdles <laughs> and syringes. I am currently wearing a Greg pin and a Rock Fact pin. That's a Rock Fact. Which is, if anybody has seen Over the Garden Wall, you know that we're just singing the song. Potatoes and molasses. Sung by Greg. <laughs> um, we got anything else? I don't know. I think I'm getting a little sleepy. Me too. Well, let me think. Let me think. Um, do you know what the next book is? Like, did you read the back of the book? Cool. No, I don't know anything about it. I'm cool. like keeping myself completely blind to it. Um, I remember. Bits. I think it's even better. I think it's another good one. Good. I can't wait. Yeah. Bunch of good, just good stuff. Yay. Again, I'm thinking through the end of the series and I do not fucking know how he extends this series. I'm very, very interested to see how that happens. Very interested. Very interested. Um, do you want to say one last thing is Auntie Souffle a play entree? Lindsay, do you want to, what Lindsay, is it? I, mm-hmm. When I, read my eyes i i can't it hurts my eyes to read could you read the entire third book and then just whisper it in my ear <laughs> as i'm falling asleep while your hands are entangled in my hair <laughs> auntie souffle play entree no Lindsay. oh no oh, i'm not no. doing that oh no 
I'm going to pray for you tonight. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you're, you're so <laughs> welcome, child. <laughs> well, right. with that, good night. Um, Lindsay, we will Lindsay, see good night. you. Good night, uh, Noodle. Good night, Kelly. Good night, Noodle. Good night, Auntie. Good night, Sita. Good night, sweet Yaksha. Good night, Joel. Good night. Bye, Ray. And fuck you, Eddie, and your weird mom. Fucking A, man. You're the worst. All right, so we've got some more, a uh, couple more emails to read as we Yay. cycle through the emails and make our way to the, the voicemails. Thank you to everybody who has called yeah. the line because we've gotten a, we've gotten some good feedback. We've gotten a fair number of calls. Nice. So we appreciate it. Um, real quick before Why don't I read we just the say email, I'm going to say we're going to transition to only f- the phone. Yeah. Okay. From now on. Yeah. Sure. Right. Yeah. All right. Because as then, of this, yeah, yeah, as of this release of date. This. Um. So again, uh, before I read the emails, we will get through all the emails that we have received. Yeah. So we're going to say like e- email. Yeah. yeah. As of the release, <laughs> or a few. I mean. Anyway, um, so the number to call again for any um, embarrassing teen stories or creepy anything stories, the number is 747-333-6995. 747-333-6995. Back to the email. So this email comes from Mina Lavender, and it is titled... The Trials and Tribulations of a Perpetually Embarrassing Teen. Yay! Hey guys, I love the show and look forward to the pulpy nostalgia kick it brings me every week. When I was 13 or so, my family moved to another state and I became the new kid at a very small, tight-knit middle school. My classmates were friendly and I started hanging out with a group of girls who had all known each other for years. At the time, I was an avid diary keeper. Like you, I also embellished stories, Kelly. Oh, but no. used a system of <laughs> nicknames known only to me to anonymize the contents. Actually, did that in high school. We named people after um, uh, Pokemon characters. I used to do that too. Really? Yeah, like not oh, Pokemon, did we talk but, about this? N- but like naming people after different things. Like we would yeah. use different names. That's easy. Um, back to the email. I wrote at great length, particularly about the boys I had crushes on, thinking I was a genius. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> For some reason, I thought it would be a good idea to take my diary on a school camping trip where I bunked with my group of friends. One morning on returning from the shower, I found myself confronted with the palpable atmosphere of rejection. The leader of the group, let's call her Kate, was secluded on an upper bunk with several other girls obviously laughing at me while some girls literally refused to speak to me. After an entire 24 hours of snickering and cold shoulders, a younger girl told me that Kate had searched my bag, found my diary, and read it out to the entire cabin while I was what showering. What the fuck? What a cunt. As it turns out, my naming scheme wasn't exactly airtight. I had only opted to change the names of boys, but not, say, the girls they were dating. Oh, oh no. girl. Needless to say, I was humiliated. I lone wolfed the rest of the trip, often hiding in the woods to cry. But in the end, things turned out all right. While the girlfriends of the boys in question refused to speak to me ever again, the main antagonist, Kate, actually pursued a friendship with me that lasted the rest of middle school, where we remained close but ruthless frenemies. Oh, my God. Oddly enough, she actually ended up getting me to write short stories for her where she dated various boys in our school. (laughs) 
I just read through the rest of the email. Oh, no. What? <laughs> it's so good. Uh. <laughs> so well, I'm going to start the paragraph over again. Oddly enough, she actually ended up write- getting me to write short stories for her where she dated various boys in our school. She paid me in quarters. <laughs> And always insisted that the plot involve her getting teen pregnant. Oh my <laughs> god! Seriously. Anyways, thanks for all the laughs and keep it creepy. I loved that. <laughs> you know I what? remember I wrote back, that's mean and bizarre. Thank you for sending it. <laughs> Dude, way to monetize. More god, power to yeah. you. You Get probably those were able to do some great loads of laundry oh. off of your hard work. <laughs> this is dirty money. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Mina. I uh, loved that. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, Read a story about One me. more. Read a story about me one and more. I'm dating... I'm teen pregnant. <laughs> and I'm Jeff teen pregnant. Jeff has gotten me pregnant. teen pregnant. Teen pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So our last email of the episode... This is from Carly W. And it is the subject line, My Embarrassing High School Story. Here's my embarrassing story. I went to an artsy high school. Seriously, we had a sketch comedy team and used to play improv games at parties. <laughs> Dork. Uh, dweeb. Dork. Just Nerdle. like me. Which translates to me having real life high school theater celebrities, much like Arl Stein's Selena. Oh, interesting. Nice. The most beloved of which did a bunch of commercials and still pops up on Canadian TV from time to time. Oh. But my embarrassing story comes from a fateful game on a, on a bus stop played with the famous, quote unquote, sketch comedy team. My scene mate was a senior. I was a freshman. But I had lusted after him in his office. Oh, no. In his office, quote, oh, I understand. In his office, quote, t-shirts and blazer ensembles forever. Oh, my as God. in the show. I pretended to be pregnant and in labor in our scene. And I made him truly uncomfortable. <laughs> Cut to years later, we meet again at a party where he, we have exactly two minutes of positive interaction, after which I proceeded to cyberstalk him for months, even annoying him into a miserable coffee date. Oh, he didn't no. live up to my fantasy ideas of him. My embarrassment over this one short social interaction is eternal. <laughs> I no longer fangirl over my high school celebrities. Love the podcast. Keep, keep reading. Keep it creepy. Carly. P.S. My awkwardness with boys paid off a few years later, and I will be marrying my best friend and the man of my dreams in October. God bless. Yay. Congratulations, Carly W. Congratulations. Thank you for writing in. Um, You know what? Isn't it the best when, like, your body decides for you that you're not going to have a crush on, any- on someone anymore? <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot easier. Yeah. Yes. It's a lot easier. <laughs> um. We're <laughs> the way I'm laying right now. <laughs> you're sitting in a chair right next to a couch where I am laying down. <laughs> yeah, we're recording in Kelly's apartment now. Uh, um, listen, it's easier. We like to have our own rules. It's easier. And we, we like don't to have, have cats to around us. Hate scheduling. Also, then we don't have to have uh, super personal conversations in front of the engineers at Feral. True. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because then we just release it publicly. Yeah. But it's so different having a person there while you're recording it. Yeah. It and is. I wasn't like, I, I was like, are we making them uncomfortable? Because they're not choosing to listen to That's it. true. And That's it's just why it like made me blasting. feel weird. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, there will be times where we will still have to yes, record at when Feral. Yes, we guests will be at Feral. And uh, 
Um, but yeah, Kelly's having a cool, cool chill lay down. Yeah, I got one leg up, bent. I am having a tightly compact <laughs> sit in a chair <laughs> where my legs are crossed, and I am. I have one arm holding the other arm's elbow as though I'm trying to take up as little space as possible. My legs are open. (laughs) I feel like I'm being a really bad host. You're being a real Vera right now. I'm being a real hashtag all caps Vera. I I invited you to my home, made you sit in a chair, and I laid down on the couch. (laughs) You were sitting for most of it. I was sitting. Up until the emails, and then it was like... Time to gossip. Story time. Story time. Um, I can't wait to hear some of your guys' phone calls. We will get to them. Um, mm-hmm. and I just want to honor our emails first. Yeah. 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 So next week, we're going to be continuing week. with third third book. Red dice. Roll those red dice. Yeah. Yahtzee. Okay. So keep banking it up. Um, yeah, dudes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> keep it creepy. Keep it creepy. Thanks for listening to Teen Creeps. Our artwork is by James Mulholland. Our theme music is by Mike Carlson. Find the show on Twitter and Instagram at Teen Creeps Pod. Shoot us an email at teencreepspod at gmail.com. And please rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. And to share your teen and at work creep-related stories, you can leave us a message now at 747-333-6995. For our reading schedule, go to teencreepspod.com. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. Y'all ready for this?